Hey guys, let's talk about Patreon. Patreon is a platform that enables you to support this podcast for as little as £3 a month. For that £3 a month, you get access to an exclusive episode every week. We're at home, we get chunged, sometimes we go on Omegalon mushrooms, and you also get access to a live show that we do every month. The live shows are mental. You're missing out if you're not there in person or watching them on our Patreon. We get local comedians to come up and do one minute of their best stand-up for you and then we ask them very intrusive questions on stage it's hilarious it's awkward i love it and we have special guest panelists with us so we've just had dan nightingale we got freddie quinn on the next one we'll have adam Rowe on one of the future episodes it's all very exciting an absolute bargain for three pound a month there's also a huge back catalogue of ched ched episodes tarot readings that amy used to do for our guests and you get early access to the public episodes every week you also get early access to live show tickets and any merch that we bring out. The more you pay, the more you get. So our £5 patrons get members-only club cards, they get a print, they get a discount on tickets. £10ers, as well as the members-only club card, they get a signed print, they get discount on merch, and they get a free ticket to the live shows, which is a ridiculous value for money. Every month. Yeah, we'll see you there. So sign up today for as little as £3 a month. It's not even a pound a week. You get all that stuff we just said. Come join us in our house, your two favourite Northern Stoners. Yeah. It's dead fun over here. Join the club. Get involved. Enjoy this week's episode. It's our party up in here. Whoop whoop. <laughs> I do believe we're sponsored by Manscaped. Ooh. And you know when I'm prepping my balls to dip them in household condiments, <laughs> I'm using Manscaped products. We just received our performance package. And including in that, you get the lawnmower 4.0, which is this nifty little shaver. Very lightweight. It's waterproof. Got a little light on it so you can really see what's going on down there. You also get Crop Reviver Ball Toner. Give your balls a little spritz. Make them smell nice. And you also get some anti-chafing ball deodorant. Look at that. Lovely balls. I'm airy up here. I'm smooth as a seal from the neck down. <laughs> Ladies, we go through so much grooming from eyebrows to eyelashes, hair and nails. The very least your fella can do is tidy up his horrible scraggly ball sack. If you're looking for a chunky gift for your man, look no further than Manscaped. During the 4 million men worldwide who have reduced odour, their chance of ingrown hairs, nicks and cuts on the ball bag, get yourself a performance package today. Use the code TMHC20 at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. Plus, you get a little gift with it. These anti-chafing underpants. Very soft. They feel amazing. And you also get this bag, which is nice and smooth, like your bag will be when you <laughs> use the lawnmower 4.0. You know, if you're looking to buy a gift for your dad, now I don't know much about dads, but from what I see in the films, they've got hairy noses and hairy ears. Well, in that case, the weed whacker. Perfect for those hairy crevices. Get on it. <laughs> Manscaped.com. Use code TMHC. 20 at checkout 20% off free shipping your balls will thank you your missus will thank you your fella will thank you <laughs> your dad will thank your dad will thank you <laughs> go get it we love yous love you back to the show bye nice one go ahead we're back uh, I don't know what number it is 60 is that my ginger beer 420 where's my ginger beer oh, okay go ahead it's a good start I was going to say there was two there yeah. definitely was two <laughs> Good start to the podcast. Episode 60. Hey, 420. Very special guest here. Daniel Sloss, everybody. Hey. Hey. 
absolutely crazy. Um, it seems real surreal that you're here, to be honest. But uh, thanks for coming. Yeah. Well, I was just very. Any time uh, anyone in the UK does anything pro marijuana, uh, I'm desperate to be involved. Yeah. Because for some reason, I've just always. I don't know why there isn't a weed culture here. I think there is. It's just a bit secret, isn't it? It has to be a bit secret. But it's not like like when you think of American weed culture. It's we all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! There we go. Jesus, Doctor Dre is it then? <laughs> go on. Uh, Sorry about like in 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 America, like there's there's such there's pot culture. It's called yeah. fucking pot culture. Yeah. I remember mm. you go watching, not even just musicians who smoke weed, but comedians whose whole fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cheech and Chong. Yeah, yeah. right. Fucking uh, Doug Benson. Yeah, mm. like mm-hmm. fucking like, like uh, super high me. All that stuff. And you yeah. grew up watching yeah. it as a teenager here, and you're like. Who's our fucking stoner? I know. Yeah. People think we're like scum. Like Glenn Ball was like soccer mums, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about weed. And he was like, you're a soccer mum. I was like, oh, we're quite edgy over here for doing that. I, well, because I don't, I, like I get not, well, I mean, kind of bullied by like other comedians uh, in Australia and stuff because I've, I've, man, I've been a stoner since I was 15. Yeah. Right, and I'm all, and their whole thing is that I'm just the legalise it guy. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, but they should legalise yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, there's no one else doing it, is it? Yeah, like you say, over here, if it's like, if it's like grime rappers or whatever, Aye. people will see that in a bad light or whatever. We're just here being like, we just want to get high and have yeah. fun. <laughs> Can we do that, please? I always thought we took Benson because I, I used to like took Benson, but yeah. wouldn't it get tiring being the pot comic? Like, no. I know, I know, no. I know. Well, I, I don't, I don't reckon it ever gets tiring being the pot comic, but I reckon it gets tiring playing to pot crowds. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, don't get me wrong, I've played to stone audiences and I've been stoned and I've played to equally stoned audiences and it's and it's fun but i reckon you get to the point where you're you know you're trying to write a good joke mm. and all yeah. of, everyone in your audience is just fucking blazed yeah. Yeah. too high to follow where you go uh, with it and stuff they, yeah they, they lose do. their train of thought you lose your train of thought you go what was i saying they're like, we don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just sitting in the old punchline from another joke everyone's like oh, yeah. 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 do the same special every year and they'd be like never doing callbacks for jokes you haven't set up but they don't remember that it's still yeah. a callback they're like it's genius <laughs> But then it's the fans as well, and the fans want to smoke with you after every show. Mm. That's the shit I fucking love. Like, that's one of the bits where, like, people always go, you must get so bored of, like, people coming up to you in the street and saying, oh, I love you, I think you're great. You're like, no, no, no. First of all, random strangers telling you they think you're class randomly during your day is a gift for mental yeah. health that nobody else Oh, it's a lovely has. little pack, isn't yeah. it? You're like, oh, nice one, go ahead, yeah, so. <laughs> just, just in a store, you're walking down, you're like, I'm on a miserable day, and someone's like, I think you're great, and you're like, oh, no, I'm having a fucking great day. <laughs> the other pack is anywhere I go in the world to do gigs afterwards, 99% of the time, by the stage door, mm. is some fucking fan with a spliff. Now, yeah. you could be the biggest weirdo in the world. <laughs> if you bring me a joint, I'll talk to you for 10 minutes. <laughs> That's what we've done. We've enticed them. Anyway. We give you an edible, Daniel. Come yeah. down. He's like, okay, I'll come. Well, I, mean, have, yeah, I, I was expecting this to be, because it's called The Mild mm. yeah. High Club. So yeah. I really thought, from what I've listened to and everything, that it was going to be out the back, Cheeky wee spliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in. No. Here's an edible. And I went, how strong is it? And you went, 
That's how we do it here. I might be I, I might be melting into this chair soon, but yeah. that's fine. It's 420. We're yeah. having a fun Shout time. Medusa Kitchen for yeah. supplying us. So what you were saying. Wait, hold on. Is it actually 420 today? No, but it oh, will be when it comes out. this God coming yeah. out on 420. Sorry. I felt like the worst. <laughs> eat that, eat that right now. <laughs> I would have had to. Yeah. Yeah. I can't be sitting here being like, there's no pot culture in the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then not down an edible 420. No, so this is like going to be our 420 episode. God, so that's yeah. why we were like, right, I'm not driving today. I'm going to fucking, we're getting on it. Um, but you were mentioning just before we started that you were in Vegas and you wanted to take the strongest edible you could. Yeah, because like, you know, on tour, uh, do you, can you smoke on stage? Well, not no, not smoke on stage, obviously, but can you? I've be been, I think I've had, I think I've been up once where I've had the smoke. I don't, th I think I could do it. Yeah. I'd yeah, like to try it. Yeah, yeah, You can. It's, it's See where it takes me as well, because I think you do something different. Because yeah. I write when I'm high. Yeah. And then read back over it and go, what the fuck am I on about? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's my process is write sober, edit once drunk, edit once high, mm. and then just have all three parts of your consciousness. That's a great, yeah, that's a great yeah. idea, yeah. 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 Uh, Did um, Frankie Boyle write a whole book on acid? Oh, that yeah. uh, I think so. Yeah. He's not done drugs in a while. Frankie's one of those uh, uh, comedians who like tapped out of drugs and booze before and then we'll tell everyone, oh, I used to be such a bad alcoholic. You're mm. like, I don't know the stories. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. you just sound like a quitter to me. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, interrupting the story there. So. No, 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 it's fine. It's, I'd also lost my train of thought anyway, which will happen a lot. Edible in mm. Vegas. Oh yeah, so we're getting to, uh, I've, I've smoked weed for years. I can do vast amounts of mm. that. I know my tolerance, especially when I'm on tour. Like two tours ago, I was having a really shit time. And like, just I was away too much from home. And there was one gig, I remember exactly where it was. I'd fully lost the well to tour and mm. had at minimum 70 shows left of the tour. Fucking hell, right? <laughs> right. And we're in, v we're in Vienna, Austria, and I've got a f fucking vape pen mm. on me. And I'm due to go on stage. I'd, I'd had like a couple of drinks just to cheer me up. And before I walked on stage, I looked Kai, my supporter act and best friend, dead in the fucking eyes and took the biggest puff of weed <laughs> he's ever. And he was like, you can't go on. Like that. <laughs> and I'm like, nothing matters anymore. <laughs> like, I stopped him. And I went on stage and the show was absolutely fine. And I'd done it so many times at that yeah. point that muscle memory got yeah. me through it. And at that point, I learned no lesson. Mm. I was the most stoned I'd ever been on stage. Yeah. Uh, I felt worse and I still had a fucking great gig. And I'm like, right, so I'm immortal then. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing I can do to fuck up my own show. So when I'm in America, I'll smoke all during the day. I'll smoke before I go on stage. It calms me down. Yeah. It gets me in the right fucking headspace. So my tolerance is normally mm. quite big. But UK tolerance. You're messing with a different thing over there, aren't you? It's mm. an into Well, we were talking about this just before. These edibles here. Mm. Now, where did. Without snitching. <laughs> a lovely fan of ours sent us them. Okay. She sent us a, a, a quite a few. Uh, I'm going gonna, gonna to assume she is obviously a, a, a sweets maker. She's made made this at home herself. With uh, the that's what I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She Which does is like big munch boxes of edibles. Oh, yeah. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll tell you her Instagram. P please, yeah. please <laughs> do tell me her Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, because I love the fact that, like, our government's not close to legalising mm. it and just a bunch of sound cunts in the UK. Yeah, I've yeah. just gone, you know what? We'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right, I'm going to get my gran out of retirement. She <laughs> makes the best bonbons. We're going to get fucking brownies. <laughs> like, I've had some really nice edibles, but none of us know the dosage of Oh, this. no, yeah. yeah and it's all it. sort of like, it's like, yeah, oh, I put like an ounce in there. It's like, kind of that, yeah. yeah it's kind of 50 mm. mil, I guess. Grams, what are we going with? Whereas America's all... 
to the point oh, in it, yeah. Like it's done with Bunsen burners and there's a clump of glasses <laughs> on dripping on the stuff <laughs> and getting the measurements like. Um, there's this amazing place in Vegas, which is like the Apple store of marijuana, right? Mm. It's like you go in, they take your passport. When you go in, you literally get a genius. You sign up, you go, oh, my name, and they'll give you a number. Right. And everyone wants it to be 420, and it's never 420. <laughs> and then you probably you, skip that one on purpose, yeah, yeah, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that and 69. Yeah. Just because they're so bored of stoners getting like, randomly yeah. and missing their appointments. Yeah. Uh, but then they call, you get to walk around the store a bit, and then you get given a weed genius, mm. right? And they come up, and they're like, what do you want? And you're from the, I'm from fucking Scotland, yeah. where it used to go through, the like Fife used to go through dry spells where you weren't able to get any fucking green for a week. Right, okay, yeah. And they're like, what do you want? You're like, to get high. And they're yeah. like, what kind of high? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know there yeah. were other types. And I just, uh, I went, give me a bedtime one, give me a daytime one, mm. give me one that I can have in the fucking casinos. Yeah. And then also just give me, like, the biggest uh, edible you've got. Because mm. I love being stoned in airports. Right, mm. okay. Love it. Fly high, yeah. Oh, if you ever see me in an airport, it's <laughs> safe to assume I'm stoned out my fucking nuts. See, I'm, I'm, I hate flying me. So I think fl trying to fly high is like the worst yeah, we thing I could do. We went around Universal Studios and Disneyland. Great. That was really That's good. Real good. Yeah. Which yeah. one? Real one or? In LA. LA. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we had a similar experience with the weed shops there. You know, Aye. like it's, it's like an apple shop in it. It's mad. It's yeah. so good. Aye. You can get like like weed beer and like the strips you put on your tongue and all that shit. Just yeah. it's just so much easier to do over there. Yeah. And they oh they give it. You're like I don't fancy smoking it today. It. It's like that's fine. We'll find a way to shove it up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome to God's nation. It's all bomb. So good. Honestly, it is like that. You're like I'm blind. I'm deaf. I can't eat. My asshole's cold. You're like there's a woman who. Will spit some <laughs> down the end. We'll, like, we'll get it in your system. It's amazing. So, do you know how strong it was? It was a uh, hundred milligrams. Okay, that's pretty uh, decent, isn't it? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. And I'll ten. I'll take ten during the day. Mm. Like if I'm out, if I'm about to go into an airport, what I'd normally like is anywhere between thirty and fifty, and you you time it. Because man, I've been through every airport mm. at least a thousand times. Yeah, like. And also, I know how airports work. All this paranoia, as long as you don't have drugs on you, it's fine. nobody gives a shit. Mm. It's not school. Nobody's got, and even if they know you're high, they're not going to do anything. You're can't get, stop your flying. Yeah, you're, you're high, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would you think I'm fucking take over? What's going to happen next? Yeah. Well, I'm going to eat all your fucking little free press. <laughs> <laughs> and, and none of the staff in the airport give a shit. I have yeah. a friend that used to work security, and I was like, how much do you guys care about like drugs and stuff? And he was like, that's just the international border people. Mm. He's handed people their bags of cocaine back to them at airport security when it's like, they've come in, they've taken out their wallet, out their pocket, a baggie comes out, mm. falls in front of him, and their life drains <laughs> yeah. from their face. It's their entire career and their family flashes <laughs> before yeah. their eyes. And he's like, I get paid minimum wage. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> asking. Yeah. Yeah. In America as well, some of the staff there are probably hire themselves, like where it's Almost legal. Oh, America's... Oh, yeah. It depends what part of America. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah. There'd be some states I might not risk it. But you can always take an edible before you walk into yeah, a fucking yeah. airport and uh, go through. So I'm like, give me 100 milligrams of... Um, <laughs> and we're in Vegas and we go out and get horrendously fucking drunk and we smoke weed and do everything. I think before we went to bed, I took a uh, 50, 50 milligram one. Um, just a, I was like, this is a nice bedtime one, and mm. slept for I think fourteen hours. <laughs> yeah, in a row. they do knock it out sometimes, don't they? Oh, and like those sleeps where 
like you wake up and there's 10 minutes of, is this still a dream? (laughs) 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 Is this, how real is it? Or like, I don't know if you, sometimes when I get high, I don't know what happens to my bladder, I need to piss. Right. Heaps more. Mm. I mean, it comes with smoking it, but it's that thing when you're so stoned, you go, my body said, I know I need a pee, mm. but how much do I need a pee? Yeah. He poos every time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, embarrassing in front of Daniel Sloss here. No, what I think it is, is because you ingest it and it, it relaxes everything. As mm-hmm. soon as it starts kicking in, I'm like, need to poo. <laughs> so I'll probably have to go, oh, well, we can stop that for a minute there. Because uh, I think it's just everything relaxing. Uh, so like yeah. it relaxes absolutely everything on me where yeah. I'm like, bowels are coming. Yeah. It's yeah. like a light rush. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly <laughs> like that. Mushrooms though, they make you wee a lot. Really? Yeah, constantly. To the point when we thought we were having like kidney failure. Yeah. Because we, we, <laughs> we read like... ourselves, <laughs> it was like, it was poisonous. Yeah, because it was like, you could, if you pick the wrong ones, your kidneys might shut down. Well, did you pick the mushrooms yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we do that. Yeah, see, I'm... Aye, fuck that. See, I'm so paranoid though. We've done enough research to the, to the point of like, I know exactly what one I'm picking up here. Oh yeah. So I'm such a paranoid person that I wouldn't have, even if it looked a little bit wrong, I'd go, nah, not that yeah. one. It was so fun. It was like primal. Cause it's like what our ancestors would have done. So yeah, yeah, we went mad. But was, like, even weird. though there was people coming down, we was like, right at natural. Like I couldn't stop like picking them. <laughs> like yeah. it was like some Like just primal. stop picking them up for two seconds while these people walk past you like, like crack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, oh, sorry. I, I smoke weed most mornings going to work, and each morning I'm on the train going, "Why'd you get this high? Why did you get this <laughs> yeah. high?" And I've got to feel like people are watching me, but no one gives a shit. Yeah. No one's asked. Oh, you do that every time. The, the paranoia is real, but you have to break through. The first ten times I was high in an airport, I was definitely paranoid. Yeah. Mm. The thousandth and eighth time you're high in a fucking airport, man, you could put a bomb in my back, <laughs> and, I, and I reckon I could fucking pass it off. I'd be so chill. I'd be like, I have no idea. It must no be idea. refreshing as well because you get so many like belligerent drunk cunts mm. in in airports. Yeah. So you know, someone on an edible, they're probably like, yeah, get them through. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it calms you down because, man, like I get, I'm a fucking control freak. Man. Yeah. So if I if I'm if I can't control the situation, it just causes me great anxiety. And in airports, when everything's on a time schedule and. And even even though everyone's got a flight to catch, the people that work in the airport seem unaware that everyone's on a strict yeah. time mm. schedule. It would I would be a murderer. Like I would <laughs> I would have done the fucking scene from Call of Duty Four, whatever that. Like, no Russian. Yeah, I would kill everyone in a fucking unless I was. You take an edible. If there's a big stupid American cunt standing in front of me, taking up the door, looking at his thing, normally all I would want to do is fucking donkey punch him in the back of the head and then walk <laughs> off. But when you're stoned, you're like, you know what, buddy, find your flight. Yeah. <laughs> Take as long as you need. You know what? I'll double check my flight while I'm here. You know what? You can never be too fucking careful. Maybe uh, it should be mandatory. Maybe they should just like, if you're coming in, like uh, a little few drops of oil. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah. Way. I've always wild. thought that because you do. I mean, if you're a, you know, if you if you're a stoner and you get it regularly and you and all the all the things that you find wrong wrong with yourself that matter one, it helps mm. calm you down. Whatever your thing is, you do go. Oh, I wish everyone could have this, and then you'll hang out with other people who smoke weed and they get too high, and you go. You should never be allowed to smoke weed. <laughs> I've been stoned with you a bunch of times, and you're real bad at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like similar when people, some people drink and they get like shark eyes, don't they? And they yes. just become absolute nightmares. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's not a good version mm. of yourself. I think there are some people who are more suited to booze. I think there's people that are more suited. To yeah, weed. definitely. Yeah. I think there's people that are more suited to Molly. Yeah. And it, yeah. But I also think there's some people you go. 
your regular personality is not good enough. So you <laughs> could be bringing any of the other ones out there, buddy. Uh, that's funny, man. Um, so, so you you had this edible? No, I fucking chickened the fuck oh, out. Oh, did you? Yeah, okay. Right. Man, I just because, like, it was like, we'd done two days in Vegas. We were flying somewhere to do a show that night. And I'm like, I can, I know what I'm capable of. But I wasn't willing to take it through the airport because mm. I'm never, that's, I'll, I'll, I'll eat a bunch of edibles before a flight, but I'll never risk taking any weed on the plane. My mm. job yeah. is traveling. I'll never risk. Yeah, you don't want to fuck my, not being able to go back to America or anything like that. Yeah, and like, yeah. you know, half my fucking... Just for an edible. Yeah. yeah. All right. And even though they don't care, it's just, it's never... You never know. Be. You might get the one fucking absolute grass. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you've got this. Fucking, yeah, the yeah. fucking job's worth. Mm. And of course, there's going to be one of the states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, it, with like a broken heart, because I still, I don't know what it was like getting weed when you were growing up, but... I always remember not being able to get weed. Yeah. And those horrible nights, days, weeks, whatever it was, that I cannot throw weed away. Yeah. When it does, it makes me feel physically Mm. sick. And I'm just staring at this fucking edible going, I I can't do, (laughs) I can't do a full 100 milligram. Yeah. So I think I bit off about 40 and then apologized to my teenage self. (laughs) 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 And then got on the flight and was like, I, prob- I probably should have done that, that one. Yeah. Yeah, done yeah. It. Yeah. I always do that with like mushrooms and that. I do a, a few and then while they're kicking in, I go, should have done more. Uh, and yeah. then I'm like, next time I do these, I'm going to do more. And then I get to come to do it and I go, I'll oh, take it easy. I'll just take it easy. <laughs> like, every time. Mushroom scares the sh- shit out of me, man. Have you done them before? my drug. Is that your one? Yeah. What about it? It just relaxes me and I just laugh the whole time. I love it. So, like, but I like. Are you doing heavy doses or are you like microdosing it and it's and you're yeah. just getting a gentle bust? Like two, two grams or something. Yeah. So you're like just on the verge of like starting to see visuals. Aye. But you can you can fully yeah. be in control of everything. Mm. And then like the consequences of it days after is like a boost in confidence. Oh. So it's just really nice. I you like can it. Great all the way through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever microdosed it? Nah, just because we haven't had the supply. Aye. A fan of the one of the your shows. Someone, said, someone's gonna teach me how to grow them, uh, and then we're gonna start like microdosing them and that. Because I've always wanted to try that because it's like half, a, like point five of a yeah, gram. It's, or it's something so small, and it's, and it's my yeah. friend microdoses doesn't do any drugs at all. Like mm. literally, doesn't smoke weed, doesn't do coke, doesn't drink booze for yeah. some reason. But he's just like shrooms is the fucking ticket for me. Yeah. yeah. And it's it, and he microdoses them during this day, and it makes them more creative. It makes mm. them happier. That's I've nice. tried it. Also on airplanes because I'll, I'll you know I'm always that's just your go-to place to try stuff <laughs> yeah. out. I'll always check it out of doing something until the final minute, and then I have to I can't I can't take any of this through an airplane. Oh, so right, yeah, just yeah, go, yeah. Well, I mean, or I'll go through my pockets and I'll go, oh fuck, I've still got that baggy on me. Right. I've still got that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about mushrooms on a plane. Microdose, not like. Was, <laughs> yeah. but I, I mean, I, know, I was good. I was getting some. You take it before, get through security. And just in the lounge, and just like the visuals fucking started going, and that, that you know that sort of weird aura that you feel around your body, that thing, that was yeah, as far yeah, as yeah. I got. Yeah. And then uh, just stared at the window, just be like, "Fucking mad that we get to do this." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's boss. When I was in Amsterdam on my own, the, the last time I went, I had like not a lot of weed, but enough, and I mm. tried to. Uh, um, in the central station, there's a homeless guy, and I was like, "Yeah, man, do you want to take this?" And he was like, "No." Not for me. And I was like, well, sell it at least. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, have to smoke sell, it. Sell it. I don't, who's buying weed off a homeless true, man in Amsterdam? Yeah, no, maybe, maybe, in Amsterdam. maybe people just ask him that everyone. He's like, no more. I can't take it's it. Just so <laughs> high. He's <laughs> like, I can't turn it down. <laughs> yeah. but we had the, uh, the the girl who sorts us out these. She gives us. She makes these milkshakes or lemonades, and the whole bottle's five hundred milligrams. 
And we, we were like, oh, it'll be dead fun. We'll just drink half each and try and do a podcast. I was like, we do Joey Diaz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like 10 minutes into it, we, I went, I need to pause this podcast for a minute. <laughs> And then we come back the day later because I just went to bed. Yeah. We went to bed at like two two p.m. Holding on to the duvet. I woke yeah. up the next day, like I was, because you know, like with edibles, what I find you might see it happening to me in a bit. I don't know, but I feel like when it's coming on, it feels like you're going, oh, it, one little pain in my body, I'm like I, I, away from panicking, and then and then you get over that and you're like, oh, dead nice high yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. But with that, because it was come on so strong, I was like, I know I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> But the next 20 minutes is going to be rough. Like, so I was just lying in bed going, oh my God, it's just the weird. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, yeah. it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter how fucking much of a seasoned stoner you are as well. If yeah. you get too high, always one part of your brain goes, but you might be the first person yeah. to die on yeah. it. Yeah. And, that's, and that's not a legacy. And it'd be shit for us as well. Yeah. Like, we've got a whole podcast based around <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. We fucking you died, you know. We'd, like, <laughs> we'd be the cunts that ruined it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we'd be the fucking Leah Betts. Yeah. We'd be the Leah Betts of the Stoner generation. Just ruining generation. it for everyone, yeah. But, like, like um, fuck, oh, I forgot what I was going to say now. But, like, uh, that, oh, that was it, like, when people have edibles for the first time, say they go to Amsterdam and they go, oh, I don't want to smoke it. We'll just Aye. have a space cake. Aye. And then they go, oh, I'm never doing that again. Yeah. If that milkshake was the first time I'd ever touched it, I'd be yeah. like, I'm never touching that ever again. How do people function on that? But those those are the people that I I don't think should be allowed to fucking smoke weed. See, mm. the, uh, he, here's who's banned from marijuana for me instantly and go for on. the rest of the fucking time. And it's and I'll 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 I'll, I'll stick my mother in this group, <laughs> uh, and and so many other people see people that they've never smoked before, uh, they've never done it before, which is fine. It's your choice, live mm. your life. And then when you do do it for the first time, they'll tiny little puff, blow it out, no inhalation, yeah. doesn't go into the leg, and they'll go, I'll leave, I'll leave it. And then twenty minutes later, for the next two hours, they'll be like. <laughs> I guess it just doesn't affect me. You're like, oh yeah, 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 you're the only person in the fucking world who this substance doesn't affect. You're a fucking miracle. Scientists should do research on you. You stupid fucking. You've not smoked it properly. I get it all the time. Yeah, just the, oh, I guess it, people take small amounts of edible. I guess it just doesn't affect me. Fuck off. Yeah. Are you a medical marvel? Like, you tell you what, yeah, you're gonna get cancer one day, and they're gonna do chemo on you, and it's just not gonna work because you're gonna be the one fucking guy. Because your body's a fucking miracle. You twat. You did it fucking wrong. You're doing it wrong, you everyone. Always, you can always tell as well how thick the smoke is if they've inhaled it or not. Mm. If it's too thick, you're like, amateur, yeah. amateur hour. Yeah, straight yeah. out. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's the equivalent of doing a shot and just letting it dribble <laughs> from the sides of your fucking mouth. It'd be like some cunt coming up, just some book out in absence, just covering their shirt. Covering, not, and they're like, I guess booze doesn't affect me. You're like, no, you're just not, a, you're not good at booze. You're not allowed to drink anymore, uh, you fucking wank. Yeah, man. Oh, that's funny. That. Just wearing all of his ale. Yeah. My, my, my mum, who I love dearly, like, she, when I was young, I remember very specifically, like, she found my weed stash mm. when I was about uh, 18 years old. I'd flown over to Ireland to do my first ever, like, international gigs because I was still living at home. My mum cl cleaned out my room because I was a fucking 18-year-old living <laughs> at home and she's a good mum. Yeah. And she just wanted to, you know, live, have her son to live a bit. And she knew I was never going to fucking clean it. <laughs> so she was cleaning it out and she found the weed stash and she sends me a text and she goes, I found your wacky backy. Mm. So I just sent her a text back being like, okay, nobody calls it that. <laughs> <laughs> just, first and foremost. 
<laughs> just like uh, if I'm in trouble, cool. But just so you, just so you don't get laughed at. Yeah. 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 What's not... this reefer madness? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. I see you got some of this sticky icky mother. <laughs> for the love of God, I would it honestly. Would have been about... so much better if she said that though. Wouldn't it? <laughs> it would have. I just found yeah. your sticky icky. I'd be like, have you been listening to Dre? <laughs> what the fuck is up? <laughs> Um, Tom got into his mum's stash, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, we told this, and then uh, I rang an ambulance. Because <laughs> we we was in my house a lot, oh, and yeah. me mum was out one day, and I snuck into her stash and rolled just a little blunt, a little makeshift blunt, and then looked at myself in the mirror too long. <laughs> and next minute, I'm like, I think I'm dying. <laughs> I'm old, sure I'm dying. How old are you at this point? 13. Something like oh, that, yeah. Also, yeah. way too. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. I thought because I didn't know how you know you meant to put tobacco in. I thought, yeah, just bang yeah. it in a skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I done the yeah. same with ale. I had like eight shots of whiskey when I was fourteen. I was like, oh, this feels great. And about ten minutes later, I was like being sick everywhere. I nearly died. Like <laughs> to be fair, though, my mum has got a great sense of humour about that. Yeah, and she uh, like like had a family party. She'd be like, never you thought you were dying. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, uh, so your mum was sound with finding it then. Well, so I so I told that. That was literally all the communication we had via text. Yeah. I'm off out fucking gigging. So come back. She didn't mention anything to me. I don't mention anything to her. And my friends come around that night and we look behind my cupboard and the weed's not there. And we're like, well, I mean, I guess that's fair. And then my mate looked out the window and all of my weed paraphernalia was just on the windowsill. Right. None of it taken away, none of it reduced. And I was like, oh. She's cleaned it and all yeah. it. <laughs> but she's put it out. Like it's, it's, it's an elephant in the room. We're acknowledging it. And then she was driving me to a gig uh, at the stand, I think. And... Uh, she was like, okay, so you smoke weeds? And I was like, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I was like, look, it, it, it can't be down. At the time, I was a very angry teenager. Mm. And like, I was like, it certainly makes me like calm down with that. And it makes me feel sort of less angry. And she was just like, okay, well, I mean, as long as you're not doing, you know, harder stuff and it's, you know, driving while you're on yeah. it and this other stuff, like... Just be careful because there's a you know a history of addiction in yeah. his family just with any substance. We just love things. <laughs> and, and, and I should have listened to her then. <laughs> I was like, like mum, it's not addictive. But obviously yeah. you can become addicted to something you just think yeah, is yeah. class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So for years and years and years, my mum, uh, she knew I was very open about my marijuana smoking because I had the conversation. And it's, it's in my stand-up. Yeah. My brothers, who are 10 and 12 years younger than me, they grew up, they... I mean, they probably learned it from me, but also they grew up in the same place I did. They, yeah, that's it, yeah. It's it's around. It's around mm. way more than parents fucking think yeah. it is. I think people over the age of 40 would be shocked to find out what percentage of under 30s have done or regularly do cocaine. Yeah, yeah. I reckon if you were to ask my grand, she'd go 2%, and I, and I reckon <laughs> I'd go 78. <laughs> so, uh, so my mum then watched her kids sort of grow up stoner, not stoners, but smoking weeds and just that curiosity. Mm. It's not killed three people I love. People seem to be a lot more cool about it. Right, okay. Maybe yeah. I'll give it a... Maybe I'll give it a go. And yeah, every yeah. time she's done it, she's done it in the worst circumstances. She's either taken an edible that was too much for her alone. Yeah. <laughs> right? or, 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 or she'll have smoked with me and then just fucked off somewhere else and freaked out. And she's like, I just, I, I think I hate marijuana. I'm like, no, you're just really bad at yeah, it. Yeah, you're just doing it all <laughs> wrong. You do the wrong yeah, thing yeah. all the time. I like, mm. I, I like to be a guru with it. I want, I'd love people to love yeah. this as much as I do. I don't want your first time to be too stoned. So with edibles and stuff, because I've got, I've got a fucking weed butter maker. Mm. Nowhere near the quality of this shit, but 
sometimes it's just like you can make your own wheat butter and then I give it to my fiance who's a great cook and I go just put that in shit. stuff yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah make it yeah. surprise me yeah, <laughs> yeah. we've yeah. done it with oil made some oil and we were putting on like garlic bread and lasagna and we're like oh. ooh and, yeah. Yeah. and it makes yeah. you feel so fucking classy <laughs> yeah. oh, I can't wait till it's legal over here yeah. and we can just go to a restaurant and yeah, have yeah, yeah, fine restaurants. oh but I mean I'm so desperate for it to become legal over here like I've already told my fiance I'm like I, I don't think it'll be for 20 years yeah. like minimum we're not getting rid of this fucking government for a very long time because yeah, people yeah, are fucking yeah. thick. Mm. And also, we just don't have enough of a culture here for it to ever yeah. come in. But when it does, I'm investing in every shop. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah 100%. I'm, I'm like, yeah, we're opening, we're starting a coffee shop. We were literally shop just way. saying that, yeah, do a coffee shop with like a live podcast studio in the back yeah. of oh, it and yeah. stuff like that. Like, oh, I'll be be sick. Uh, I think that's like when I'll retire from comedy and just do the exact, start my own small <laughs> coffee <laughs> shop. Yeah, 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 just become a little fucking stoner at the age of 50. <laughs> yeah, be sick. Yeah. Didn't you used to do stand up comedy back when I was sad? <laughs> <laughs> back when I was the, sad. Money, the money it makes uh, for uh, yeah, the American government, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm shocked that. Our government haven't looked at it and went. It's mad. It's, it's, make, it's a cash cow, you know. When, I mean? when Scotland was when Scotland was going for fucking independence, mm. I was like, because we're like, oh, what do we do without all the money England gives us? And I'm like, if you legalize marijuana, if you become the first fucking nation in Europe to yeah. properly yeah. legalize it, you'll be giving money back. I was in um, Colorado, was the first state in America, to, yeah. one of the first three states to buckle uh, and and cave into. I was there like the month it was legalized. Right, yeah. it's my first time doing comedy out there. The comedy works great comedy club in Denver. Get off the plane and like I get to the hotel as fast as possible, and I just run in and I'm like, "Weed, where's the weed? Where? Where?" <laughs> I, hear it's, I hear it's like fucking legal here now. You go have the amazing experience at the uh, the with the scientists giving you everything you want. Speaking to the fucking locals there, like. Apparently in Colorado, feel free to fact check this because I've thrown it out there and I've used it as a fact for about 10 years now and I've I've never (laughs) really checked. But uh, they got so much money from tax that they had to give every tax-paying member of Colorado... $150 $150 back yeah. yeah, because they're like we've we've just gained so much yeah, tax yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. the alcohol the drink driving went, went way down, way down yeah, by like yeah, yeah. 80% it mm. went down and all of the funds they were able they got from the tax they were able to build schools and hospitals yeah it was yeah. mad it was and you're like motherfucker and don't be wrong of course there'll be fucking corruption in there yeah. but even with the Tories you're like look yeah. you love yeah. stealing yeah. money off <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why not let them sell this bush and yeah. then you know yeah, yeah and, and that's the thing but the part of me that makes me think like why it's not been legalized is because you know they make it legal. There's no more drug dealers. Then they can't have police budgets or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know it, what I mean? You can't fund effect, the police yeah. in the same way because there's no crime to go and mm. no drug dealers to catch anymore because it's legal. Do you know? Yeah, so, but, I, but I also think, man, I don't think police want. <coughs> To be dealing with the drug dealers. Yeah, true. That's why I love any of the fucking polis that are like, because uh, I think they've done it in Scotland and I know parts of England have done it. Um, hold on. <coughs> oh, God. I might. I'm getting coughs even though I'm not smoking. Might eat the rest of that. Oh, no. Imagine if we killed Daniel Sloss with an edible. <laughs> I'm getting a bit confident. No. And uh, <laughs> he was the first one to die. <laughs> I don't know. Um, any police station that's like, we're not arresting people. For mm. marijuana bushes, yeah. worth up. We just don't care. Yeah, it's Best. not worth our time. Mm. It's not worth the effort. It's not worth the paperwork. It's they're never the cunts doing anything. Yeah, we just yeah. don't give a shit. I've yeah. got all the time in the world for that. Mm. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah, it's just so stupid, isn't it? Like again, like if you say like 
the harder drugs where people are dying off taking them and selling them to kids and that. But even if you sold weed to kids, I know we, it's immoral, but they're not going to die. <laughs> like, legalize all of the drugs, tax them all. And if people want to overdose and die, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. It's happening anyway. You don't want to be here. Didn't Portugal, right? didn't Portugal do that? Yeah, like, like every yeah. drug's legal in Portugal and shit. I think it, like it, it happens with it, whether it's legal or not. People are still taking them. Yeah. People yeah. are still you dying might well, from you them. Might as well make it safer to make money off That's of it. That's yeah. with Colorado, was it? They made so much money that they invested into drug education as well. Mm. Yeah. So there people was more aware of it mm. and better mm. educated on it as well. Like, yeah. it's only good things. And also, like, the medical side of it is, like, I, I, as somebody that's lied for years, been like, it's fucking medical, don't get me wrong. It certainly helps mm-hmm. with my anxiety. Yeah. It certainly helps with my day-to-day. Like, for me... I microdose weed. I'm mm. a one hitter guy. It's my favorite way to do it. Like just a little fucking dose, and then I'll have another one three hours later. Yeah, and then that's just me for my day. I feel like a, a, a liquid vape. No, <gasps> no, no one hitter. So, so in lockdown, my weed smoking went through the fucking roof. And yeah. some guy, I got, I got the weed cartridges. Right. And the way they smuggle those into the country, by the way, is uh, they ship over heaps and heaps and heaps of THC cartridges from America. And before the borders, they rip off the THC label and stick down CBD, and oh. that's it. Nice, because oh. nobody cares. Yeah, nobody's yeah. checking. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's going to bother opening up all the vials, yeah. setting that away to the every la- one of them. F- to, for weed, because who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've lost Microdosing weed, lockdown. Oh yeah, so 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 I was on the I was on the cartridges a lot there, and the cartridges are dangerous just because it's so strong, so potent, so aren't easy, and it's during the day that you know you just find yourself oh, for most of it, and then it, and last year I was like I've just got to go back to green, like mm-hmm. I've got I've got to be like a fucking vegan with it, <laughs> yeah. just go all the natural, organic, stuff. yeah, yeah, and and smaller doses because I was like, look, I love I love being high, but what I, what I don't like is. How lethargic it occasionally makes me, and how fucking mm. lazy it makes me. Yeah. Whereas with a one hit, I always remember the first time I saw them in America. So it's like this little thing, right? And you twist the lid, and this little metal cigarette pops up. Right. right? And it's just a pipe. It's just a little long pipe, but with only holds that much in the end. Oh, okay. And there's a little compartment in there. You jam it in there. You stick it in your mouth like a cigarette. You light up. You smoke it. Yeah. It's the equivalent of I would say half a joint. Right. Fucking, that's my that sounds God nice, yeah. Oh, it's the best. I'll wake up in the, in the morning. I'll go for one of those. I'll fucking, I'll, I'll work out if, if it fucking focuses me. I'll go yeah. and make my family breakfast. I'll do the washing, clean the fucking house. I was just going to yeah. ask how how is being a dad affected the 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 pot taking? Do you still as well, much or you cut well, back? Well, man, I beat myself. Well, so I it's so with weed, right? I'm definitely an addict in the sense that like I could stop anytime I want I just don't ever want to yeah right? and also you know addiction is you know a substance doesn't have, have to be addictive for you to be addictive to it like, no, there's nothing addictive about gambling mm. there's nothing addictive about fucking kids but people are addicted <laughs> to it <laughs> like people get addicted whatever sets something off in your brain yeah you can get addicted to that and um I think just the way uh, uh, the stigma I feel towards I when I worked out that I was addicted to this, it made me feel fucking pathetic and, and weak for the fact that this thing had a hold over me. Despite the fact that it doesn't have that much of a, it doesn't change who I am. It doesn't mm. yeah. ruin my day. Like I've brought up with my fiance so many times, and she's like, "You're just you're the, I don't know why you freak out. You're the same person, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except you don't drive. Mm. <laughs> That's the main difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, and in my head, you know, I didn't want my fucking son growing up. 
with a fucking stoner dad or a drug addict dad or anything. And just all these limitations that I put up in my head about what it means to be somebody who smokes fucking weed regularly and then stop for a week and then... You know, and babies don't do anything, man. Like you put, they sleep eighteen <laughs> hours. They, they sleep yeah, yeah, eighteen yeah, yeah. hours of the fucking day. And don't, man, I could stay at them for hours, and I do. Right, I can also do it high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I've still, I've still been doing it. Uh, you know, occasionally, just because it makes me focus. Yeah. Like it's that, it's the like that wrapping a nappy. I can't wait for him to. I can't wait for him to be old enough to eat because I've like cooking. When I'm high, I get really into like cooking yeah. and doing it properly, right. like uh, cooking things well, because it's something to put my focus on instead of just watching Rick and Morty or South Park or fucking whatever. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, I, I've reduced a lot, uh, but I'm also just trying to fucking change my own relationship or my attitude towards my mm. weed smoking because. Yeah. Because it, it just whenever it, it's like the it, even though it's an addiction, it's like the lowest form of addiction. Like mm. it's like being racist towards the finish. <laughs> like, like, like racism's awful. Racism's the worst thing in the world. I hate the finish. Ah, yeah. oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> I'm a drug addict. Oh God, cocaine, heroin, no weed. Ah, yeah, 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 right. I yeah. see it as me coffee. Like, yeah, so do I. It's yeah. just a plan. I always remember that Dave Chappelle um, sketch on the Chappelle show where he's like, oh, "I'm addicted to weed." They go, boo this man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, th that, I think that's the way I've got to sort of say it. And it's the way my fiance's trying to explain it to me, which is, you know, people have, people regularly have a glass of wine before they go to bed. Mm. Yeah. It's five o'clock somewhere. That's when they'll have yeah, their pints. Yeah, yeah. They've got their coffee addiction. They've got everything that just helps them fucking yeah. see the phone the day. addiction. That'll be worse yeah. for you. I just thought you know the whole like oh it's five o'clock somewhere I'm definitely getting a sign in our house that says it's four twenty somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what well, are you gonna get a lava lamp next? You've got one. Got a lava lamp, mate. Of course, is Who are you talking to? Of course, of course, you've got a lava lamp. Bean bags. It's not not even. It's not only a lava lamp. It's eco-friendly because it's done with tea lights and not real electricity. So just the most cliched store in the world. I'm allergic to alcohol, so. I have no shame about being a drug addict. Aye. Because y'all will be as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah this, is, this is literally my one vice. It's yeah. the only one I can have. The, um, what, what was Someone asked a question about, because what I wanted to ask, because you, you've got a fiancé now, like you said, but your whole jigsaw thing. Aye. I know you probably got asked this so many times. Aye. But do people come to you now going, oh, it's only a matter of time until you just fucking end up that way or whatever. Like, what made you change your mind on? So maybe explain... Is, if anyone doesn't know so one of your last specials was called Jigsaw. Jigsaw, uh, yeah, special I had on uh, Netflix, one of the two, uh, and at the moment, I mean, I don't know the numbers anymore, but a conservative guess is, a conservative estimate is it's resulted in over 150,000 breakups and about 350 divorces <laughs> at that point. What an achievement. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> uh, and it was... So, so, I mean, I've definitely had people come up to me. The reason it was able to do this was I... The show was never designed to break people up. Yeah. It was it was genuinely always meant to be. I'd gotten out of a really toxic relationship with an awful partner. And the relief I felt of getting out of this relationship was better than any sex I've ever had, any shit I've ever taken, or any yeah. coke I've ever fucking snorted. Like, mm. it was just the purest level of fucking relief. And I was like, people have to have this. Because I remember being in that toxic relationship and just getting to a point where I was like... I'll just settle for this. Yeah, forever. right. And just be unhappy. Yeah, just, just being happy because it's so much easier than just making her unhappy and making her family unhappy and making my friends and my family who've invested time in her unhappy. Yeah, I'll just, yeah, yeah. just thing. 
And then thankfully caught myself being like, oh no, that's an insane way to live your life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and had the, the courage and strength to break up with her and felt so fucking good that I was like, other people need to experience this. Yeah. So I wrote a show based on an analogy that my dad had given me and, 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 and that I told to friends of mine and it caused them to break up. And <laughs> it then caused... But it's not like causing them as in like it caused arguments. It, it, it literally made people go, we're not happy, are yes, we? Yes, I. So the whole point is, it, the other part of Jigsaw that I never mentioned is Jigsaw has also led to a thousand engagements and at least three children. Right, okay. And it's also the amount of people who come up to me after the shows and like, we watched Jigsaw and it made us get engaged or we watched Jigsaw and it made me realise I was with the right person. Mm. And I'm like, also Amazing. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also great. Yeah. As long as you come out of the show fucking happy, that's yeah. it. Either you'll sit beside your partner and you'll go, this one's the right one. Everything he's saying right, I'm on board forever. Or you'll go, everything he's saying right, you're a fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but because of the headlines that come with the fucking thing, right. the, I, I was the breakup comic, the special, I was the you know single forever guy, never. Yeah. Literally in Jigsaw, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, one of the lines is, I speak about how much I do believe in true love right. and how despite everything, I've always wanted to get married and have kids. Mm. But yeah, people come up and they're like, It'll be you next. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, great. I'll have a second show. <laughs> yeah, call yeah, it yeah. Jigsaw 2. This time it's personal. <laughs> Just and come out on a little yeah. trike. Like, uh, <laughs> but the reason, like, I, the reason I'm with the, 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 the love of my life now is because everything I said in Jigsaw about relationships are, is still true. My whole thing was you have to find somebody who loves 100% of who yeah. you are. Like literally every part of you. Mm. Uh, and doesn't make you, this idea that you have to compromise to be happy in a relationship is insane. Yeah. Like it's, th there's so many other people in the world. You don't, like if you, if it's, a, it's such a crucial thing, like it's a very important moment and you're like, and you have to compromise like an outside something outside of yourself you can compromise situations where you live what car you drive whatever. yeah but yeah, don't yeah. ever compromise who you are mm. and I've, I've i appear to have found somebody who does love 100 of who i'm like i'm the one who constantly Aww. goes on about my you know uh, how I, i'm not good enough because in my head i'm this fucking drug addict because i smoke weed all the time yeah and she's like F i don't like buddy <laughs> you're the same person <laughs> like, i don't like, care yeah, yeah, yeah you're the same person you're a, you wake up and you're a really good dad from fucking start to finish. yeah you're very considerate during the day i'm you know i make her all her meals because i'm a yeah i'm a well-trained house husband <laughs> <laughs> um, that's adorable i remember i never seen something you said on an interview once and i thought it made a lot of sense about it might be cruel to to break up with that person at the time but it's better than to, you know, being cruel to yourself. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, also, yeah, if, yeah. if you are, if you're with somebody, and I'll fucking say this down the lens as I always do, if you are in a fucking relationship with someone who you know there is no future with that person, you are a fucking monster for mm. staying with them. Yeah. You're a fucking monster. Every second you're with them, you're wasting their time. You know the relationship's over. Yeah. They don't. Right? Mm. And that's going to suck. You're going you're gonna to break their fucking hearts. You're going to rip their heart out of the chest. You're going to put it on the ground. You're going to yeah. stamp on it. You're going to spit on them. And you're going to go, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. But I promise you, they'll forgive you in a year's time more mm. than in five years' time when you're miserable fucking together. Yeah. Like that, that whole five years they could have spent Rebuilding themselves, getting and that. over you, yeah. finding someone else, and hundred percent, yeah. fucking get out. There's so many people, and, yeah. and, and it comes from this. People, first of all, we all want to be liked, mm. which is understandable because it's 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 important. And second of all, we don't want to hurt people. Yeah, and that's a really really nice thing. You can be with someone in a really good relationship yeah. for ninety percent of it, mm. and 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 you can be together for five years, and you can both go, oh no. 
Like we were so close to being but perfect. But doesn't match. Yeah, but there's yeah, yeah. just something not there. Yeah. Those breakups fucking suck, man. Yeah. They're awful. Because there's no like toxicity in there. Is you it? can't just bitch about them to your yeah, friend. Yeah, oh, yeah. she said yeah. this. He yeah. used to do this. And which makes the months after the breakup way harder because mm. every memory you have even if you're in a toxic relationship, six yeah. months later, the only memories you've got are positive ones. Yeah, That's the right. Our brains are resilient. Mm. If you're in a good mm. relationship with someone, it could be, you know, hard, it's just easier. It's yeah, safer yeah. to stay in those things. But yeah. it's unhappiness for you in the long run and it's unhappiness for them in the yeah, long run. Yeah, it's just detrimental for everyone, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. also, there's so many people in the world. <laughs> and also, wait, I've, I've you know, I, I've met my girlfriend, my fiance, when I was least expecting it. wasn't mm. want, wasn't looking for anything. Yeah, like li- literally, like when we got together, the whole time I'm like, this is nothing, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my, my first time my mum met my fiance was at a fucking Edinburgh Fringe uh, artist party sort of thing, and my fiance was just my date that evening, and my mum came up to me and she went, "Do I need to remember her name?" And I went. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, nah, forget that one. No, not at all. That's hilarious. We kind of started like that. It was casual. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I was going yeah. to Australia, and so like I just broke up with someone, and I was planning on going to Australia, and then we sort of. My ex actually paid for my tattoo that he did. That's how I met him. Yeah. Oh. So then when, when we tattoo cuckery, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, so when we both become single, we were chatting. And we were getting on really well, but I was like, I'm going to Australia in yeah. May or whatever. But then as we just kept, like, kept talking and stuff, it ended up going like... I was like, I'll come. Do you want to come? And we'll just see what happens. So like, we, we'd been together for, like less than... like Known each other less than a year. Next thing, we're moving to Australia and living together. And then Aye. we're just in a real unique situation it where... It was either going to work or not. Or it weren't, Aye. yeah. And it, and it did. How long have you been together mm-hmm. now? Eight years nearly. Yeah. Yeah. Still time, though. Oh, they, oh, they were yeah. killing each other before you walked in the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we were arguing over something. I mean, do, do you argue? Not really. Because we, we, we're yeah. stoners. I, so, my, me and my fiance don't argue much, but I also think it's, I think we're just, she's really good at communicating what yeah. her problems are. That's what she's like. Yeah. yeah. Like, she will, because of the toxic relationships I've been in the past, she knows that, like, my mind unless explained to, we'll go to the worst case scenario mm. of like, I've done something, so I'll just spend all day trying to work out what the fuck it is. I'm yeah. And she'll just she'll just go, I'm just tired today. And I'm like, oh, that's all I needed. Yeah. That's, yeah and yeah. now yeah. I can live. And, Normally, and because yeah. I'm a fucking stoner and whatever, I'm, I don't have any conviction in arguments, or in debates with her, because if she says something happened a certain way, mm. I'll not remember if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, you said this? And I'm like... I must have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My <laughs> time, yeah. Like, I trust just, you. Yeah, 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 I trust you wholeheartedly. You wouldn't fucking lie to me, but I mean, I don't remember if I did any yeah. of those things. Yeah. Let's say we have like we have like disagreements about stuff, but yeah. I think that's just two He's people in it. That's like his personality trait. So he, he will. He I argue with stuff until I know I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I might not be a hundred percent right in my head, but until you show me that I'm wrong, I'm like, no, fuck off. This is how it happens. Like, yeah, yeah, so that, yeah, that, that, yeah. Not show, like, yeah. But I think that's important. You have to show me how I'm wrong so that I don't make the same mistake that's again it. in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do that with everything. And it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it can be incredibly frustrating. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not <laughs> ideal, but it's yeah. just the way I am. Sorry. Should we do a fan question? Yeah, man, let's do it. I've been dying to ask this. uh, Dan Roberts. Sorry, I've also just realised I must have looked further. This is what fatherhood is carrying. Uh, Ah. (laughs) Everywhere. (laughs) 
It's called a Muslim, by the way. I wasn't being. <laughs> <laughs> one of the only jokes I've written as a new dad. I don't have the courage to do on stage. <laughs> and it's the fact that these are called Muslims, spelt with an N at the end. And it's ever since becoming a father, me and my fiance have turned into Tommy Robinson. <laughs> we spend all day complaining about dirty fucking Muslims. <laughs> <laughs> that's about uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, you can't do it on stage because a bunch of racists will hear the joke and they'll get they'll laugh at it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Oh, they go, yeah. They're like, Whoa, and you're like, ah, well, that's the joke ruined. A bunch of ass- <laughs> a bunch of assholes got the wrong bit. Okay, uh, I had that in a uh, somewhere in like Stoke on Trent ways. I had a line where I go, oh, leave means leave. But the whole point of it is because I'm pretending to be like a racist old guy. Yeah. And people usually laughed at the like, oh, yeah, le- that, obviously he's racist because he's old. Leave means leave. And in, uh, in this gig in Stoke, I went, leave means leave. And everyone just went, yep. Like, no. like there was no laugh at all. They all just went, "Yes, we fully agree with that." And I went, Jesus. "Oh, this is a horrible place to be in, isn't it?" The Bernard Manning jokes. Yeah, yeah, it was mad. It was such a weird response because every other time people were like, "Ha ha, yeah," and they just went, "Yeah." Just a lot of whole nods. audience just went. I was like, "Oh shit!" This is a uh, this is a really good question from uh, Dan Roberts. And you know the way you get the um, Desert Island thing—you got to pick three of something, Aye. three stand-up specials to watch for the rest of time. Uh, Bull Burnham's What? Uh, I personally will watch that yeah, three or no. four times a year. Just yeah. well, man, I I I love it just because um, I think the best stand-up in the world is just whenever whenever a routine feels like somebody plucked it out of your head mm. and put it into better words. Ever. Yeah, that's what, that's what comedy should be. Mm. Somebody says something, you go, oh my God, I did think that. Oh my God, you phrased it better than I ever could. Yeah. And the first 10 minutes of Bull Burns War are weird as shit. And it'll, it'll break a lot of people. They'll not, uh, you know, it was always my tester on dates. I'd make them watch that. Right, and yeah. I'm like, if you don't like this, then we're fundamentally we're yeah, <laughs> different. Yeah. If they can make it past the first 10 minutes, which is weird. Some of the songs in that are stunning. Left Brain, Right Brain yeah. is yeah. F- phenomenal. Uh, I think the perspective of God's one of the funniest songs in the world, and the bit at the end, the the we think we know you song. Yeah, I was just like, I'm like, oh my God, Bo Burnham wrote a song for me. Mm. (laughs) It's so nice of him to do that and to perform it (laughs) on his sold out tour to everyone else in the world. That's so weird when he wrote this song just for me. Um, (laughs) I love. Top three fucking. Uh, It is. It's a hard question, but it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Ed Byrne, pedantic and whimsical. Just I bought that on DVD when I was thirteen years old, and it was like the reason I got into stand-up comedy. Oh, it's real old, and I don't know. I don't know how much it holds up, but I, I've always loved Ed Byrne. I think he's fucking yeah. superb. Uh, and then, uh, oh god! I mean, Bill Burr's black and white ones is particularly fucking great. Um. I can tell I'm fucking thinking oh, there's, there's so many I mean I can yeah, t- might have to come back to it but uh, watching Inside made me feel oh Inside shit. you know what I mean when you're like you're like oh I'm I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm my own worst enemy do you know what I mean yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. made like a masterpiece on yeah. his own in a room do, 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 yeah, do you know mad. a special that's that's really really annoyingly good CK's new one. Oh, man, yeah. it's meant to be amazing. Yeah, oh, man, I haven't seen I'm, it. I've got, look, I was a big, I was a big CK fan, and then after everything that he did and the way he handled it, particularly, mm. I was like, "Ah, oh, you fucking jerk." Yeah, I'm like, of of all the comedians in the world, somebody who was, you know, what you did wasn't technically illegal, but we all admit it was seedy, gross, and weird. Yeah, and as somebody who's been really good in the past in their stand up about owning 
the shitty side of them, yeah. shining a light on it, and then, oh, but in a good, smart way yeah. to highlight why that's wrong. I was like, oh, he'll be able to do this perfectly. Mm. You'll come out and you'll go, oh, hey, here's why what I did was wrong. Here's why I'm gross. Yeah. And you'll turn the thing around. And then he just came out and was like, all those kids who uh, got shot are losers, aren't they? Bunch of whiny pricks. Oh, is that the one Judd Apatow was really angry with him? Yeah, yeah, and it's it's last special before, sorry, was just... That was the only one he Grammy for, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was garbage. It was fucking garbage. Was it really bad, was it, yeah? It wasn't really bad, but it was not... Not Louis C.K., Grammy-winning comedy special? Not at all. Like, oh, okay... Like, oh, but he had to do it in difficult circumstances. You're like, what, the 20% of people that immediately forgave him and came to all of his live shows? Mm, yeah. yeah, it sounds like a real difficult audience. He yeah. sh- that should have been a that should have been a point in his fucking career where he used that as a moment to educate his audience, being like, right, yeah. everyone that's bought tickets to this show are the psychos that 100% back me up. So allow yeah. me to use this opportunity <laughs> to explain to you why what I did was wrong. It was bad, yeah. Why it's bad, what what I've learned, why it should, and we can all move on together. Yeah. Didn't do that, and I was like, oh, what a fucking wanker. Yeah, and then his most recent one I watched while well, big the other That's day. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, man. Again, <laughs> he, do, he doesn't apologize and he doesn't acknowledge. <laughs> but the stand-ups in it, the stand-up in it is just really, really good, and yeah. so much of it as well is just on the right side as well. Like he's, he's morally on the right, right mm. side, and so many other things, and it's really silly and it's really fun. And I watched it twice, and I'm like, it's like classic Louis, like yeah, 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 yeah. gotten. Because yeah. mm. you just like, you know, it's not like when Cosby became gross. I yeah, mean, yeah, he was yeah. always shit. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just yeah. like, have the fucking decency to do something awful and then just stay shit. Yeah, I right. Think he said, didn't he? He was like, he was like hey, oh, you know the way everyone's got that one thing? Mm. Imagine the whole world knowing your thing. And then he said, yeah. oh, and by the way, if you're going to masturbate in front of someone and you've asked them, Follow it up with, are you sure? Yeah. And right. that was like, and that, that was, was all. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's again, like, not, not the. Not the discussion and not the 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 I thought not the best fucking angle. I thought like you know yeah. as a as a as a comedian, you're an artist who's given a bit of fucking clay and you and you gave Louis C.K. this massive fucking bit of clay. Yeah, and he made a dick and he wanked it off. <laughs> <laughs> like he, he, he could have made any other fucking sculpture, anything else, but he didn't need a small cock and he wanked it off. And you're like, oh right, so nothing. You learned nothing. Uh, yeah, yeah. could have been. It could have uh. been like a real. You know, moment where he's like he, a real, yeah. real teacher yeah. moment. Like you've, like you've done that in yours. Like yeah, but so maybe he doesn't have to. Because again, I, you know, I, I fucking hate wanky comics like me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's good though because you know, like you say, you've got a, a platform and you can show people and tell people certain things. I think it, it's X. Is it X? Yeah, that's the one where you speak about your mate and Aye, the album. sex or salt. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in that, you're sort of saying like, look, if you know someone who's doing this, tell them to fucking stop doing it. Blah blah blah. Aye. And. I think a lot of people would leave that show either being like, oh, my mate does that, I'm going to say something, or yeah. I do that, I, and I didn't like seeing someone who I really like telling me what I'm doing is wrong yeah, like type thing. A life on so like, yeah. like you say, there's probably loads of Louis, like, diehard fans who are fucking... You were like, oh, yeah, Louis does this, so I, yes. it's fine. But it's, it's, it's <laughs> like, like there will be, though, like, you know... It's, 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 like, it's, it's, the problem, it's the common problem that Jim Jeffries has, which is, you know... People go, Jim Jeffries is a sexist. And you go, well, I've met, I've met Jim loads of times. Mm. He, he doesn't seem sexist to me. But then again, I'm a white man, so maybe I don't <laughs> right, experience yeah, yeah, the yeah. ire of his sexism. But he's certainly not as you know, sexist as some people claim. And then you watch his stand-up. And again, I think you can and should talk about anything on stage. I yeah. also think we're, we're doing, a, especially people like Jim, you're doing a persona on stage where mm. it's heightened and, and you've got not an obligation to your audience, but they know where you're going to go and, and, and push what boundaries. Yeah. But... So many, 
it's when Jim does jokes about sex and gender and stuff, and it's brutal and it's harsh, all the worst people, like the racists at mm. the gigs, will find they'll laugh at the wrong bits in the joke. Yeah. Or they'll go, I love all this stuff that Jim Jeffries does about hating women. I'm like, oh man, I really liked his vaccine routine. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I, th yeah. I thought his gun control routine is one of the, from start to finish, greatest stand-up routines of all time. Yeah. You're telling me you like the six minutes where he calls women yeah, cunts. Yeah. Mm. Right, you and me like Jim Jeffries for different reasons. Yeah, and yeah. you're doing Jim Jeffries a disservice. Yeah, right. Because you, you're the loudest fucking fan as well. Yeah. Like, mm, you, yeah, definitely. You're the, it's people who won't have seen Jim Jeffries and have only met Jim Jeffries fans, fair enough if they're like, Jim Je Jeffries is a sexist pig. And you go, yeah. oh, you've met Jim Jeffries fans. Mm. But you've not actually watched the stand up where he owns his own flaws and yeah. his own. I mean, I mean I, instead of just talking over you, I should ask you your opinion of whether that's correct or not. Daniel Sloss, <laughs> sexist piece of shit. Yeah, well, I just really thought about sexism while I yell over a woman. <laughs> if, if I'm being completely honest, I've zoned out. Okay, <laughs> okay good, that's fine. Bloody women <laughs> never listen to that. That's on I record. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about Bert Kreischer and I wanted to ask about oh, yeah. what he was like. Because like, he the, seems like a wild man. He's the biggest fucking sweetheart in the world yeah and it appears to be he's just that energy all the time yeah <laughs> like uh, i got invited on to do his podcast just at his house uh after Bear cast is that one yeah 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 well, after the pod uh, after the netflix came out just to, to to plug it all right and uh and he's man he's got this in his back garden just in a fucking shed and mm. um and 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 we started talking about drinking and and touring and stuff. And obviously he's a big fucking drinker, and I'm a big drinker. He's like, oh, we should definitely drink together at one point. And I don't get scared to drinking with other people. Like, I'm yeah. fucking, you know, I've drank since I was sixteen. But yeah, I'm yeah, Scottish, <laughs> I'll be fine. But when Bert was like, you need to come on and drink, I was like, fucking, I'm gonna have to That's split, scary, <laughs> that, split yeah, the shit yeah. here. So me and Kai <laughs> did his podcast right. when we were when we just did. And man, I don't fucking remember much afterwards because I think Bert also gave us a bunch of edibles but Kai went to play five a side afterwards <laughs> oh, yeah. but he won because he was against Americans oh okay <laughs> <laughs> man you can turn up at like 95% five a side pitches in yeah. the United States of America and, you just and, just, everyone. and, and still just win I always yeah. used to think that I used to think am I like Zidane if yeah. I I'm terrible over here yeah. but I feel like I could I could do, do like right three there. key ups and be like yeah because oh. yeah, yeah, it's like their ninth favourite sport it's so far down the bowling yeah Bowling, so big, yeah. Hate crimes, whatever it is. I, I wanted to, I wanted a, a Scotch opinion on. Have you ever heard that? I, I find it annoying sometimes, and people from Liverpool like to say, "Oh, is Scouse not English?" To Irish people and Scottish people, is that just ri a ridiculous claim, or can you understand it? I, oh, I, I, oh, yes, I understand what it is, it's the, and it's the same sort of claim that the Scots have, which is, you go, I don't align with any of the fucking rest of this country mm. and how they fucking vote and how they are, yeah. and like that's not me. That's what this, you know, Ireland's like. Yeah. What well, Ireland's history is: the British were consistently awful bastards to them for two hundred yeah. years. Scotland, we've, you know, England's got had the history of being fucking uh, shite to us, but I do think pre past ten years. We benefited from a lovely union together, yeah, right. and all the hatred I have towards English is purely football based, which is just I'll hate you when we're playing football, like in sports, whatever. You're not a mm. Chelsea fan, I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm deep, deep, deeply steeped in hypocrisy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the reason I'm a Chelsea fan is because, uh, well, number one, I was born in England. Oh yeah, yeah, I did read that. My yeah. mum and dad 
both Scottish, accidentally conceived me, went south across Quick. the border. <laughs> Quick, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, And then when I in London, grew up in Kingston-upon-Thames, and then was, when I was four years old, again, fully Scottish family, at four years old, I've got a proper Cockney accent. Hello, <laughs> mummy. Hello, <laughs> daddy. It's my birthday. And they're like, we are not. <laughs> we're not raising a fucking Tory. <laughs> Get them back across the fucking uh, wall. So they so drove me up. So, yeah, I mean, I'm technically English and rightfully yeah. fucking ripped by all of my friends for being a fake fucking uh, Scotsman. But mm. there's this, with the Scouse thing, yes, Man, we all know the history of the rest of this country with this part of the fucking yeah. world. Uh, it's a lot of it's fucking football related, obviously, after mm-hmm. the way that this this handled fucking everything. I get it, and I like it. Anyone that's, but yeah. also, you do cheer England on in the World Cup, so you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. As are English, you 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 are like we're 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 scouse ninety nine percent of the time, one percent English, and I'm like. That's still too fucking much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what I always thought. I always assume Scottish people when they hear that must think, oh, shut yeah. up. Or you, you know what I mean? See that? That's the, like if but I. No, we're happy with any any English person that appears to hate the fucking Tories as much as the rest of us. Yeah. That's always the oh yeah. Right, because man, I, and my friends who are English, like it's so hard to try and explain to them because when England got knocked out of the World Cup four years ago, we. Lost our shit in Scotland. Right. <laughs> like, man, 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 me and my friends, like, we, oh, we went through the route. It was one of the funniest, greatest, because we have to listen to that fucking song. We yeah, have to yeah. listen, we have to just accept what you're going through and the and the hype and everything. Every fuck, and watching you go out is just so satisfying. Yeah. Man. To see yeah. John Terry cry, you must be like, oh, this is yeah. <laughs> but, but in the same way that, man, when fucking Everton go out, when Man United go out, like yeah. that sort of rivalry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think our friends, because obviously, I don't know what it's like to get to a World Cup semi-final. I don't know what it's like to get to a Euro final. And I never will. I'm a Scotland fan. I'll never know what that's <laughs> like. But I've been a Chelsea fan when Chelsea get knocked out and everyone goes, ha, 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 ha. So yeah, yeah. I'll do the exact same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, fans. you've got to And also, up, yeah. we've got history. Like, this is Scotland v England, yeah, not fucking true. Chelsea v Arsenal. Yeah, Grow yeah. up. Mm. I was I was going to ask what you uh, you know in this time of war have you got a favourite war? <laughs> That's um, the same time now. <laughs> oh well, I mean the, there's the the classic the the Australians v, the emu war that they lost. See, this is why I ask these questions. That's a good question. <laughs> hey Tom, yeah. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have no, never. Uh, Australians versus emus, like there's actual a, bird, like the birds. Just for, type in the emu war into Google. The emus won. Yeah, yeah, no casualties on the emu I nearly, side. I nearly killed a uh, a, a cassowary. Is that what they're called? Oh, yeah. oh, kind of like emus, aren't they? Yeah. In Australia, are those the ones with the fucking real dangerous big, claw. big like birds, blue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, one of the most dangerous animals because the, the Great Emu War. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's mad. So I, th- I, I, I mean, I, I don't know what it is. I'll let you read it up, but I'm pretty sure there was just like there was a bunch of fucking emus and Australia was like, we have to fucking get rid of these and then sent in the army. And obviously they were like, emus are really hard to get headshots on, I imagine. Yeah, right. Real long necks. Yeah. And like good and head movements. Head, like, yeah, yeah, so small. small like th- that's, you know, a <laughs> yeah. sniper's nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> it does say as well, the unsex- unsuccessful attempts to cave the population of emus. That's so funny. So they were just killing all the soldiers? Uh, or? Yeah. Well, I think they, they, they tried, they declared war on the emus and then just couldn't and then eventually Oh, so they just lost. couldn't kill them? No, couldn't. The emus weren't killing Equal no, amounts no. of humans. That's what no, that was happening in my head. No, I wish. I like wish. they were like dodging bullets, yeah. and like kicking well, them in the air, and, and killing yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and for some reason, their information. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was None really of us were for the war, yeah. but now we've seen how organised they are. They have to fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we, when we were in uh, Australia, we were driving through 
is it like Dane Tree Forest or something? Yeah. It's a real old rainforest, one, of the, one of the oldest one. in the world. Yeah. And I'm just driving in this fucking camper van, just listening to music, going, oh, this is dead nice, isn't it? And there was a, a car stopped halfway around, but it was a real windy road. I come around the corner and was like, fucking knobheads, just stop there, what are they doing? And someone was like, hey, started shouting at me. And I stopped and looked back and they were like, you fucking nearly killed this like rare bird. <laughs> just this big fucking like, like an size EU size, car. just walking down the road and I just fucking nearly bonneted it. And I was like, flipping off. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sorry. I was like, oh, it is actually quite nice that. It is just taking pictures and that, yeah. It was mad, man. shaking up. It was so mad, yeah. I'm so happy I didn't fucking just bonnet it. Like, it would have been awful. Right, can I give you this? Oh, yeah. And then can we uh, have a little wee break? Yeah, how long have we done there? An hour. Oh, sound. So this is a members on the club card. Oh, thank you. And it entitles you to a favour. So you can ask us for any favour. Do I have to ask it now? No, no, no. no, no. It can be in the future. You can just give us a shout and go, hey, I need something to do. I need some edibles because I'm in Liverpool, something like that, and we'll sort you out. Class. Just it's very Don Corleone, isn't think, it? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on my day, my daughter's ready. Yeah, we have to yeah, do it. Yeah. We just have a quick little yeah. wee break. Go on. Hey everyone, before Hello. we go into this week's episode, I want to tell you about Munch Term. Munch Term is the UK's number one smoke shop. Do you want to hit up them for any skins, grinders, yeah. blunt wraps? They sell CBD, flour, rows, lighters, Blazy Susans, them. rolling trays. We've got a little promo code. It's Mild High UK. If you use that, you get £2 off your order. Munchterm.co.uk. Support the podcast. Enjoy the rest of the show. What Love you. So. Everyone get your mics back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, on your, is it, is it Dark? Is that what it's called on yeah. Netflix? Um, you said something about your, your dad being too smart. To, he's not allowed to go on Robot Wars. Yes. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. That's mad. Well, so uh, I was on Robot Wars uh, from the set. Well, my, my dad was on Robot Wars from like the second season onwards because he's a big fucking nerd and, and loved it. <laughs> so what was he doing on it? Was he in the so, team? Yes. So season two, he was part of a team called All Torque. Him and his workmates, <laughs> basically, they watched the Great first season. Great name as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All Torque. <Talk. laughs> uh, uh, they watched the first season and like all the robots had like circular saws or axes or, or, or flippers and spikes and all these sort of things on them to like win these, these battles with a hundred kilo limit. And my dad and his mates were like, why would you need any... Weapon, if, if you hit anything at 30 miles an hour, mm. it's dead, right? If, or above that. If you if it, anything, just that's the speed that kills right. things, right? Yeah. <laughs> so if we just put all of the weight into the motors on the things, yeah, and th- then, we'll ju- then we'll just have a really fast thing <laughs> that just destroys all of the robots. <laughs> and that's what happened. Craig Charles so, like that. <laughs> <laughs> so season two, it wasn't, it wasn't until the later seasons where they always fought each other. In seasons one, two, and three, there was like a assault course they had to go far- through first. Yeah. And then the second round was always some like weird game with one of the house robots. Mm. And one of the games was Joust with Matilda. Matilda was the triceratops looking yeah, motherfucker right. with the chainsaw on the back. Yeah. And Joust was two ramps, big circle in the middle. You come up one side, she comes up the other, and you've got to try and get down the other side or push her over, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, Matilda, like all of the house robots, has a much higher weight. Yeah. So I think hers was anything close to like 200 kilos. Mm. Like, did not fucking matter to all four. <laughs> right? This thing gets to 30 miles an hour in two seconds. <laughs> so they do straight up through it, all through the other side, to this day still holds the record for the fastest Oh my thing. God. We wow. then got beaten fairly in the 
fights against other robots because even though we could fucking hit them, <laughs> like they, unless we fucking smash them properly, they managed to get us into a pit. We got done. Right. Okay. We represented Scotland in the international. That's uh, hilarious. Once we fought against Razor. Remember Razor? Yeah, that yeah, fucking yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They fucked us up. <laughs> Still have the corpse of that robot in our fucking base. Sir. That's so funny, that. But, so, uh, I, so my dad loves the show. His mates love being on the show. It's their favourite. They're just nerds. It's, and, and, and it's what a lovely atmosphere Robot Wars used to fucking mm. be. Just nerds. Yeah. Everyone that used to get bullied in school, all hanging out in a room for the thing they get used to get bullied for. Yeah. And none of them are bullying each other. It's yeah. the nicest environment. Stinks. Fucking <laughs> not, not a woman in sight, but real nice. My dad decides that. Do you remember Hypnodisc? Yeah, the one with the fucking big right. spinning thing on it, yeah. So Hypnodisc had this disc that used to go, I think, I th I'm going to pull some numbers out of my arse here. Uh, I think the horsepower is like 20 horsepower on this fucking spinning disc, right. let's say. And Hypnodisc destroyed cunts left, right, and center. <laughs> and my dad and his mates are watching this and go, that, that's a really good idea. But instead of having a horizontal disc, they should have a vertical disc. It should yeah. be going backwards. So anything you hit just flies up in the air. So not oh, only does it cut, oh, shit, it's yeah. But they go, okay, but it have to be this fucking fast. So my dad gets a friend of his who used to work on the oil rigs, and they get one of the diamond-encrusted blades <laughs> that they use for cutting through <laughs> rock surface. And this thing itself weighs like 60, 70 kilos because it's just so big about it. So they have to, like, cut bits out of it so it's just like a mm. spoke wheel and they stick that on the front of this robot called Bot Out of Hell uh, <laughs> named after me Los Bat Out of Hell it was shaped like a motorbike and on the back had a little metal guy called Metal Oaf yeah. so <laughs> and we uh, and it was uh, I think it was nine times more powerful disc than Hypnodisc yeah. disc right Fuck so man. for the auditions up in Glasgow the tryouts of the SE for the fucking CC we managed to get that fucking disc going and it the other robot was mopped off stage mm. like literally just like that <laughs> it hit once up in the air <laughs> gone just so not fun for the other team oh, like, yeah. oh, all our hard work just yeah. turned into dust <laughs> <laughs> like, you want to do the sweep it would that be fun for you it's like Mike Tyson in the ABA he's yeah, all yeah, yeah. Like, what are you doing here yeah. come on staff he's already dead <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, it's crazy. And then we get down to the London live shows, and there was some problems with the uh, mechanics. On like literally an hour before we're due our fight to go rev up, the disc just isn't fucking working. Yeah. it's just not working. And fair play to I can't remember the name of the people we were against, but this was the atmosphere there. Our they knew how powerful our weapon was. The person who worked on the other robot we were against was helping my dad as much as he could oh, to get this yeah. robot working. He was like, I think it's this problem. They got it going backstage. It was so loud, so fucking awful. Like they made my dad rev it up in like a bulletproof chamber. <laughs> they got it going for about 30 seconds before it fucking cut out. And they were like, to be fair, to be honest with you, that's a good thing. Like we probably would not have let that go out there. Right, Because okay. this thing's designed to go through rock. That's only four inches of bulletproof glass. Like if, that, if that comes off, that goes through everything and everyone's fucking yeah, dead. Yeah, final destination I feel like, shit there. I feel like your dad is one of them guys who, you know, like evil supervillains kidnap him and go, you will make me a death ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, no, I don't want to. And it's like, you got to. Yeah. Oh, well, my dad would be like, oh, a death ray. <laughs> 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 well, I've always got a blue pin spike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so we, we, I didn't have a weapon, so we 
obviously got fucking knocked out. Our robot wasn't smartly. To, if our if our disc wasn't working, you could just flip us over, and that was right. Okay. Our thing was you don't want to touch. And it come near us. Yeah. Uh, we get knocked out. I cry my fucking eyes out, devastated. <laughs> uh, but when we come off, one of the house robot guys sort of goes up to my dad and he's like, "How did you get it to do the thing?" And my dad was like, "Give me your controller." And he, takes it, he goes, well, you've got this bit all wrong there, and that's why that signal's there. And the guy goes, oh, oh I... do you want a job for two weeks? Just till the end of the season. And my dad turns into a 13-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be quick. <laughs> <laughs> like, gets to work out his fucking dream job. We just got to stay, stay down for an extra that's so two weeks. Good. My dad got to drive the house robots in the international no fights. No way, man. Uh, he stole Sir Killalot's chess piece. We still have it in our basement. <laughs> yeah, it, came off of, it came off in a fight, and my dad... Ran just out the back of this fucking way. That's so in the funny. back of the car, covered it up. Just robbing it off some little kid. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah. It's like if The Rock... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, definitely having that. Oh, that's so funny. Did you get to meet Craig Charles? Uh, yes, I'll, 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 I'll leave on this uh, yeah. story. So, I'm about... 10, 11, 12 in the years I'm on Rover Wars. Craig mm. Charles is the host at this time. I'm a big fan of Craig Charles at that time because I loved Red Dwarf as a kid. Yeah, right, really okay. Funny. And I also loved Robot Wars. Yeah. We're, we're there, there's the full cafeteria backstage, right, and there's, there's full catering for all the people on the show, and there's, like, some sweets as well for the kids because there's plenty of kids there. Mm. And on me and my friend, I can't remember who it was, all we keep hearing is about how much Craig uh, Charles loves Sherbert. Right? <laughs> loves Sherbert. It's his favourite <laughs> thing in the world. And we are 10, 11 years old. So we think they mean flying saucers, like because yeah. they had the flying saucers thing. So my parents and all the other adults clearly knew this, right? <laughs> but me and my friends are like, they're like, get the show before Craig Charles does, <laughs> and we're like, wait, and we were hordes of space invaders because we were so convinced uh, that at one point Craig Charles was going to come around for all the Sherbert swings. It wasn't until I was nineteen or twenty, I yeah. think I was in a nightclub, and somebody offered me coke as a Sherbert, and I went. That voice always way, you know what I mean? Passionate. Yeah, no, he was hyped. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. hyped. Yeah. Yeah. Man, robots fighting each other. Of course you're hosting that on Coke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the idea was definitely brought up on Coke as well, <laughs> yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. But uh, we're going to have to get you out of here, man. Yeah, I've got Thanks so much for coming on. Um, you've got a book out. I do. Uh, Everyone You Hate Is Going To Die, you can buy online. If you've not seen my specials, they are on uh, Netflix. And uh, just Daniel Sloss, Google it. Is right. Uh, nice one for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. I'm going to go see it out and then I'll come back and do five minutes. Yeah, so Daniel's gone. Very grateful that he'd come on. I was just chatting to him, walking out, because I had to let him out with this card. Um, chatting to him, walking out, and he's like, yeah, I'll be back in October, November, something like that. We'll come and do it again more time. Nice. And I was like, oh, we'll be in a new studio Thanks, by then, hopefully. And be in town and we can probably have a smoke and whatever do a sick one and he's like yeah yeah and then you know this, this the revolving gate yeah. i was like boop and he was like okay so we already had the awkward moment he went to fist bump me i went to oh, no. shake him god no and, I, and then he shook my hand <laughs> and i went no. oh power play that's what i said to him <laughs> 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 i went power play and he went yep see ya and then boop kung, didn't work <laughs> Boop, didn't work. I was like, what, what's going on? Boop, dip, didn't work again. And I was like, fuck, so I, I went, screw you all the way a sec. Done it. The whole gate things, but it only goes around one thing at a time, don't it? Yeah. yeah. 
So we, he let it go. And then was like, all right, yeah, see ya. Because oh, no. <laughs> he missed the rotation of it. And I was like, oh, just tap Just, go, just go, Daniel. I was like, have a, yeah, have a nice day. Lovely to meet you, mate. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh, fucking, yeah. And I was just like, yeah, bye. Funny that. He was so nice though, wasn't he, man? <sighs> yeah, it was lovely. Yeah, sorry if, if we didn't get to any questions. Oh, he's um, just he just speaks yeah, so he was, good. He, he was, yeah. Yeah, I like stopped hosting the podcast and just was listening a listener to the mm. podcast. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, he just speaks really well, doesn't yeah. he? Like, because he's, um, he's got so much experience. Unfortunately, he had to get off because he'd come here on his way to an engagement party. Yeah. Um, just as a favour for us. Very nice one. So we'll do another one with him in the future and we'll be longer and stuff and we'll get more out of him. Big but fucking, he's just great, isn't he? Um, make sure you go watch some of his, his stand up and that. Um, Do you wanna? <coughs> should we? Should we maybe tell? Oh no! Should we talk about the live show and stuff? Yeah, we can. We can do it. Oh yeah! No! No! Yeah! Yeah! We still got. So we got Dean. Do you want to sit here? Yeah, there. I'm gonna come over there. I'm gonna That's come right. over. Right. Woo! Get ready. <laughs> Will you just stop that camera recording? Yeah. <laughs> Tom's had a second edible. <laughs> <laughs> The red one. No, there's a record red one on the side somewhere. Did you say a red one then? A red one. Red Get, getting a bit of dry mouth. Hey. I can smell Daniel's <laughs> <laughs> spittle. <laughs> spittle. He's must. Um, so the live show was dead fun, which is on our Patreon now. Um, we had a great night. It was funny that he said metal loaf. I would have brought it up if we had longer, but oh yeah, I was think I did think that. Oh look, see what I was when I'm not in the fucking RT team. <laughs> You're integral to this podcast. Hello, we got you in here for. You even <laughs> said that. Hell, I did. There yeah. we go. The back on. Um, I used to be in this mic's very so big. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen one this big before. I've never seen one <laughs> so big. Um, so yeah, the live show was great. Go check it out. It's on our Patreon. It's dead funny. Um, but then we, we done the set, which is also going to be on Patreon this week. Well, that Amy wrote me a set, um, and I had no idea what it was, and I had to go and perform it in front of an audience I who had no idea what it was either. I essentially did stand up by proxy, and it yeah. unfortunately for everyone, it absolutely crushed. Dean said it was bigger laughs than he's ever got doing stand up. I didn't say ever got. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you did. I didn't say ever go. That's what, what I, what I said it's, it's a laugh that I don't think I can ever get. Yeah, because the laugh was like so uncomfortable, but people were like screaming, laughing. He's writer. I start writing for. I she is I'm a writer. Going to, <laughs> no, because, hey, because I've never felt life like it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a thrill. I can't. I can't get again. But I. D so I give you tags and that sometimes, don't I? Yeah, yeah, she does already. Nice. But like I need this, to get the laptop, sorry. Right, no, it's fine, don't worry about it. We've got stuff on phones and that. Like, if it's on the laptop, it's dead. Sorry, everyone, we'll get to it next time. <laughs> um, but like before I was going on, like my heart was fucking racing. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like a never race. gig before. Did you, did, did you look at the paper when you went on stage or did you not look at it before, a few not seconds before? before? I didn't see it until I opened it and That's I was good, in lad. front of the That's mic. Boss. And I was like... And you delivered it so well considering you... Can barely read. I can't read that word. Neither can I, mate. So, I know, yeah. yeah. But I think because I was in such a heightened state of mind being on stage, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. adrenaline just taking over. But, um, I got off stage and some fella asked me if I was an actor. I believe so, yeah. 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 And like, I just, you just haven't got the face for telly, Dean. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. That's why I do a podcast. I remember Katie Tracy once went to me, uh, she was like, You've got a face for television, Tom. 
I was just on cloud nine. <laughs> I didn't even it. That's I such like, like you know an what? old I did, lady. I did do a little bit of acting when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready to be a uh, horrible scal in our film? Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you wanted to talk about your, your progress on your movie, didn't you? Um, just that we've got someone, uh, Cameron Jones. Cameron Jones. Yeah. Um, Patreon, shout out. We'll Jonesy. Yeah. Um, he's an open mic circuiter, in there. An open Is mic circuiter. I think he's on the open. He's on the he's open, open spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, he's got a master's in filmmaking, and he's in all that, and got all the equipment, and he's very kindly said that he'd help us out. So shout out that guy. That's cool, isn't it? Thank yeah, you. that's sick. That you, that's so lucky as well, you know. Mm. Honestly, like, it's fit. Yeah. It's the universe. Imagine if it just got picked up. Which is bought by fucking A24 Amy. That's what hey. you were thinking of. Easy. Oh, it's on Netflix. Hey. Netflix. Oh, yeah. Channel Straight 4. to Netflix. Yeah. You know? First Channel 4, then Netflix buys it because Drake mentions that it's good. That's how top we got remade. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Drake's, Drake's already tweeting about it, I think. That's what yeah, I mean. Drake, leave us alone. Funnily enough, we have got Drake on yeah, in a few he's weeks. He's on next week. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the races before we wrap it up? Yeah, it was not. Yeah, it was good, to be honest, mate. I went to the, the Grand National, uh, me. Two brothers. Oh, this is on my dad's side, you see. Mm. Uh, my dad shagged loads, so <laughs> I've got brothers and sisters <laughs> right. on, just on his side, like like half brothers and sisters. Yeah. Um, so it was me, my two half brothers, and my half sister, my girlfriends, and their uh, partners. And it was good. Yeah. I didn't think the Grand National would be my kind of thing. Mm. You just got um, involved because you were there. I'll be honest, mate. As soon as you get like your suit on mm. and you get there, and everyone, everyone's just happy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was really yeah. good. I'd yeah. go again. That I'd go right. again. I'd like to see yous come. But I want to know what suit you'd wear. We you don't. Like it, we like don't do animal suit. No. <laughs> I mean, I would for the laughs. No, but not, not even for a laugh. To like to just to look nice. And if I was going to look nice, I wouldn't wear a dumb and dumber suit. Yeah. What are you on about? Oh, so I just no. Sorry, I just mean. Like, I would go the races in a dumb and dumber suit if that's what you're asking just me. Just for a laugh. Yeah, but it wouldn't be like I'm serious here. It was. It was sick though, right? Because after the races, I never won it. By the way, no winners. Um, oh no, it did. I won two pound fifty. Yeah. But then when we were leaving the races, there was people selling flip flops to women. Oh like yeah, a fi- yeah, like a five or a flop. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they must have fucking they raked it in. Yeah. And the Mersey Rail not giving them away this year. No, no. Is that what he did? Years ago, I made like one, like made a status about it that went quite thingy. I saying like, oh, it's something about not like the races. Not says classy like fucking. Orange women <laughs> sniffing beak off a maze, you know, flip flop, yeah. something like that. Um, well, it was funny because we went to entry train station to go into town for a drink, mm. and uh, you're obviously sardines in. Oh, Everyone's yeah, trying horrible. to get on the train, but they had these two guys in like they, they, they had a stage on, and they were wearing like gold sequin jackets, yeah, and they'd be like, and, and they were like crowd working. Oh, in crowd. in entry station, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so they're on the yeah. stage, and they'd be like. Uh, trains every 10 minutes, guys. No need to push and shove. It's a bit of Venga boys. <laughs> and like, they're going like that for a bit. And, gonna, yeah. and then he'd stop it off and go, woman, uh, woman in the blue dress, sing it to me. So, what did you have to like pick songs that don't say push in it? Like, don't push yeah. and shove. Here's a uh, salt and pepper with I, push it. No, change 10 and a half. I think that's where I had pushed the button. Oh, yeah. yeah I had, it's been stuck in my head for weeks. Sugar babies push the button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or you had it in my car. Maybe. <laughs> that oh, that's quite, also well. quite possible that, that yeah. X Factor playlist does get tedious <sighs> some tunes on that playlist should be the um, Shane Ward Leona Lewis oh, yeah. how many other X Factor really? winners can you name once it's funny we made a playlist for the live show 
We were like, some of them would be bangers, some of them would just be cool tunes. I'm glad you just did as well, because the first live show, whenever we got there, and it was all like, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's going on with these? And it was <laughs> funny, right, because when we made this, the playlist, we would put it out for people if they want the playlist. Um, we, we were putting songs in, because we were like, oh, this will be a funny one. Yeah. And it was like, Scooter. Oh, no <laughs> way. And as soon as it started, we were like, turn it off, Because people are going to be sitting there going, he's an into Scooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we looked at me and went, why have we put this in? I went, you asked for this. And ran off and turned it off. so much pressure, whether it's just sitting in a mate's, having a joint or whatever, or in a car, putting songs on. Yeah. I fucking rack my brain, you know. I don't mind it, me. And if I don't, yeah, because you think you're fucking a DJ. No, no. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant because you think you've got such good taste in music. No, no, because I like what, what. One of my favorite things is showing people music they've never heard, and then that becoming like one of their favorite things to listen but to. It's the worst. You know what I mean, it was the worst experience ever when you show someone music and they're like, "The fuck's this, lads?" Well, I, like, oh, no, but I, I, I feel like I can pick moments quite well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it? Was it Alex Roller who put a song on in our car? Yeah, yeah well, Alex was, lads. Get, get well, mate. Yeah. Not that he won't watch us this. Probably, um, probably can't. Probably can't use a fucking mouse to all that. What's her name? <laughs> M.I.A. M.I.A. Yeah, yeah. And she's got a song, I think, called yeah, Birds. Yeah, no. That's her though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it's just all about birds. And that's just that name and birds, isn't it? That was, was like, the song that we requested. Worry, pigeon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard it? No. <laughs> yeah. no it sounds like that was weird for weird. Did you what it was? I think you're M.I.A.'s biggest fan. So far. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It was mad. We're I just lost on one. Yeah. It's mad for us. Uh, like, you got to understand, this is a bit of behind the scenes here. Well, that well, was mad for us. Well, with, with Amy writing the set for you, do you reckon you'd do it again? I think people are going to enjoy place. it and want it. If, again. If, yeah, it has the, to be in the right room, no, because it, like wouldn't have, it wouldn't have landed in, in certain rooms. No, it would, I think it would have worked well in hot water. But, you know, like, there's some gigs, like, I've done some gigs in, like, cricket clubs and that. Oh no, yeah, we did a bit older and stuff yeah. because it was in La Fienda, Manchester. Every Thursday, go check it out. Gig, it's a gig, boss, yeah. boss night. Um, they let me come down and just do this, and it could have absolutely tanked the night. You could have like, oh, like uh, when <laughs> he was getting ready to go up, and he was like shitting himself, and I was like, "It'll be fine, don't worry, you'll do fine." And he was like, "You don't know that," <laughs> <laughs> and, and I didn't know that. And it was I awful. Was like, yeah, it was like just someone else taking your fucking bullet. Is yeah, well, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like. And I, but I mean, I was relaxed because I was obviously I wasn't doing it, and it was all his idea, so I didn't necessarily feel that guilty. How long was the set? How, how long did you last? About five-ish. Is there any little? Because we don't want to give it away because we want to see it on the Patreon. But is there yeah. any little killer lines that just like you thought that's brilliant? That uh, or that or that got a huge. I laugh. laughed. There's, there's some. I, I, there's, I'm laughing. What? Go on, I was one. crying. Yeah. one <laughs> because of how people were reacting. I was so overwhelmed. Like overwhelmingly happy that people were laughing yeah, and yeah, I had yeah. such a good time doing <laughs> it. as soon as I got the, the the first big laugh I went oh all right okay this we'll be doing this again now. <laughs> but it's just it, the whole thing shifted for me in my head all I had was I'm going to start talking and the room's going to be silent for five I'm, I'm, I, to be fair I'm a little bit good as it wasn't that yeah. that's what I, I expected the, I spent the whole time thinking that was how it's there was no part of me that thought this is going to crush to the point where people are going to be like you should do that yeah. for are your you set are you an actor <laughs> yeah. someone was like you should do this for your set a, a comedian honestly that's cheeky honestly <laughs> that's so cheeky but you know what it was though this is what I said to Amy like, I, I, I don't think I can get them laughs that type of laugh on my own because my natural reaction to it I was laughing 
but what I was saying was so horrific. And like it was just it was just you have weird. To be sadistic. It was just a weird thing that won't happen from me writing stand up. Yeah. yeah. The reaction yeah. from the crowd because they were like, "What the fuck is yeah. this?" Because because crowds aren't stupid as well. Crowds can crowds know, don't they? When you're fucking. Uh, yeah, when it's forced, could, when it's forced or rehearsed that's too it. much and stuff yeah. like that. And so, it, and, and I, I don't think I can replicate that Just in my own. Oh, that's it. So, it's the thing that makes stand up so good is delivering it like you've never said it before. That's is it. it because yeah. you well, just never said it before? That's where you want to get there. Yeah, but because he never said it before, that's never, why they mm, loved it. I was never, yeah, yeah. yeah, I always remember Tom Sullivan saying that. Could be yeah. a, uh, a Liverpool comedian and he was like I don't mind when people go on stage with notes do you know what I mean he's like that's yeah. fine he's like but don't acknowledge them because it just ruins the whole illusion you know what I mean like I I, I we know people who've done it and we've got mates who do it and that but it, it still does me head when people do the oh the tick you know what I mean yeah, oh that didn't yeah, go yeah. too well that's not yeah. going in yeah. it's such an out maybe pile. I don't like yeah. it I just don't like <laughs> it when people do it you know what I don't like when people go oh, I've got notes here's my notes put the notes down yeah. Do material that I've seen them do for like six mm-hmm. months, and then they go, "That new bit worked well." And yeah, the crowd yeah. like, "I'm like, you lying bastard!" Yeah, but the crowd, the don't know any of the words. Like, they're oh laughing it up. Yeah, he yeah. only wrote that today. He's <laughs> yeah, like, "Did yeah. he fuck?" He might have wrote the last word in it today. Yeah. But uh, the joke, yeah, it's mad. That can, can you not remember any little lines from Amy's piece? Um, There's a, so this is I told Callum. A line from a little bit. I can remember them. I just don't want to spoil yeah. it yet. One, just poem. give us one, so just just to make them go and fucking watch it. I'm telling you. Go on. Um, <laughs> from the poem uh, that I told Callum. Yeah. And he was like, "Can I?" Oh, there's it? a poem in it, by the way. Yeah, it finished with Ends a poem. So, oh god, what was it? It was Nan's tits, ferret clits, <laughs> a semen demon. That was uh, a yeah. line from semen the poem. Semen demon was my favorite one. <laughs> yeah. Semen demon. So, crazy. but like, because because people were loving it. When I got to the poem, I was like, "I'm gonna, de- I'm gonna deliver this poem like boss." Proper spoken word. <laughs> so I don't like, I don't like. A jazz night. Yeah, I, like uh, the rhythms I put into it. Just, and like, I even looked at the crowd at one point, like Wang King. Like, you know, like <laughs> just, it's just, just dead. I funny. contact with woman on the front row, and, and we watched it back the day after, and I was like, pr- I was crying, laughing nice. at it. I can't wait to see it. The whole, just the whole thing's just, it's so natural, like, mm. yeah, because it is the first time I'm seeing it. And I think that's what made it so good. And then yeah. the fact that everyone was enjoying it meant I was enjoying it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm in this now. And just we were so like, like the apprehension of just when he's walking dead slow, like a funeral. Mad world playing. Session. Yeah, <laughs> mad world. It was mad, mad. The whole thing was just mad. And then I tried to do, st- I had five, I had 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll just go, I'll just go. Oh, now that's done. Let's try and do stand up. And I tried to do one and he laughed, but I went, yeah, What's the point? wasn't as good as my stuff. Is it weird the same reaction? It, like it was. It was so I just went. I went. Look, I'm just gonna get off. I've got a podcast. Go have a look. Nice one. And got off. Like, um, but yeah, it was just. It was. It was. It was laughs that I can't get on my own. Yeah. The reaction of the crowd. It was. It was mad. Like, sick, yeah, people coming up to me and like shaking my hand and being like, "That, that was, was. That was really good." Well written, yeah, I yeah. didn't expect that at all i was, I was trying to, a clit is yeah. a good one Seaman, to Seaman, so that's going to be on our patreon do. this weekend now um so if you want to see that sign up there Ooh. and there's two live shows and fucking loads of other shit on there go sign yeah. up to the patreon join the club three pound a month fuck all that you get loads of sick stuff the live show was brilliant as well they've both been sick laugh, yeah. the next one the Thursday, tickets will yeah. be out soon uh, should i say it on this one 
who the guest is? Patrons uh, well, are not already. The patrons know. Jamie them, Hutchinson's yeah. uh, guest on the next live show. It's going to be fucking sick. Get on it. Yep. Um, and if he doesn't do it, that's because that's just how Jamie Hutchinson is. And we're dead, sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> well, right, as of this moment right now, it's Jamie. Um, where are we going? Going into town for some scan? Yeah. Do you want to say anything? Um, love you all. Love that's, you all. Do you want to say anything, Tom? Crack on. And crack on with your lives, everyone. I hope everyone's having a lovely crack day. On. Daniel Sloss was great. Try not to kill yourself. Uh, Sign up to the Patreon. Have a doob. Have a doob, everyone. Happy 420. Treat yourself. Woo! Oh, yeah, it's 420. It's nice. 420 tomorrow. But Time doesn't exist. Love yous. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.